The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field, which a person finds and hides again, and out of joy goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant searching for fine pearls. When he finds a pearl of great price, he goes and sells all that he has and buys it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net thrown into the sea which collects fish of every kind. When it is full, they haul it ashore and sit down to put what is good into buckets. What is bad, they throw away. Thus it will be at the end of the age. The angels will go out and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Do you understand all these things? They answered, Yes. And he replied, Then every scribe who has been instructed in the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household who brings from his storeroom both the new and the old. The Gospel of the Lord. I ask any of my students or any of the priests here, and they'll tell you, Uh, that I like bourbon. Now, bourbon is an acquired taste. Uh, It's not something that I fell in love with immediately the first time that I tried it. Something that with a little bit of an understanding of what it is, how it's made, what to look for, I began growing in my appreciation of it. And I realized that I'm still learning things about it. A few weeks ago, I went to the bourbon trail with some of my classmates I graduated seminary with. And at one of the distilleries, they had these little cards uh, you wouldn't, I can't even read it from here. There's no chance you're going to read it. But it outlines with each of their samples what you're to look for. It has on there the different types of wood flavors, uh, the different fruits and floral, spice and sweet aromatics that you would pick up. There's a whole new realm to this science of tasting bourbon that I never really realized. But for the more that one understands about it, maybe the more that one can appreciate it, and maybe the more patience one has to try to taste these different varieties, to see the art of it. And it ends up affecting the choices that we make. But that's something that I have to remember any time that I invite those who are over 21 of my college students to try some bourbon. Uh, last year I invited the seniors over and, and I gave them free reign of my shelf. And even the most expensive ones that I have, I was happy to share with them. They're getting ready to graduate, so it's the next step. But what I discovered is that for some of them, they didn't really understand the value of it. And So when they poured themselves a lot and drank very little, I was a little perturbed. But that's not something that I can really fully blame them for. I have to kind of blame myself. If I had explained to them a little bit more maybe what to look for, they would have either poured themselves considerably less or they maybe would have drank a little bit more. So for us today, the gospel, you might be wondering, what does bourbon have to do with the gospel? Well, Jesus is explaining to us the kingdom of God. He's been doing it now for the last few weeks. But there's three different spirits of that phrase, the kingdom of God, I want to call our attention to. Because the first one is easy. We think of heaven. When we immediately go to, oh yeah, he's, he's talking about heaven. Throw the bad fish away, keep the good fish. But there's a second one 
And it's easy for us to understand when Christ says it himself, because when Jesus says the kingdom of God is at hand, scholars tell us that phrase also means Christ himself. But the third bottle, so to speak, and oftentimes gets pushed aside, is the kingdom of heaven refers also to the church. And so I think when we look into this and we see this parable about the treasure in the field and about the pearl of great price, my invitation to you is to sip on this understanding of the kingdom of heaven as the church. Because for those two individuals, they understood the value of what it was in their midst. They understood that it was a pearl of great price. They understood that it was a treasure beyond measure of what they would find in a typical day. But today when people think of the church, I would say fewer and fewer people see the value of the church. And I think since that has an effect on the way that we act, many, maybe like tasting bourbon, get that burn on the first try and walk away. Or maybe for some of us who are here today, maybe we're just used to that introductory level. We don't know those different flavor profiles that the Lord is inviting us into. So I think we can see then this value of all of us, myself included, praying with that prayer of Solomon in our first reading today. Because Solomon turns to the Lord, O Lord my God, give your servant an understanding heart to understand not my ways, but to understand your ways. He says, I am a mere youth, and I know not at all how to act. And so when we turn to the church, the kingdom of heaven on earth, we turn to the church with confidence through scripture and tradition, then we can begin seeing what that psalmist prayed for himself. The revelation of God's words shed light, giving understanding to us. And so as Christ continues this exposition then on the kingdom of heaven, with us taking special note today of the church as the kingdom of heaven, the question for all of you is where are your taste buds? Do you know what to look for when you encounter the church? Do you know what to look for in the liturgy behind each theological discussion? Do we understand the sweet aromatics of the sacramental life? What we do and why we even take the time to do it? To understand the meaning behind the chrism and the, and the incense of sorts? Do we understand the why of the hard facts? Do we understand the wood notes to pick up? Do we understand the fruits and the florals? The grace and the virtue that comes to us when we decide to take that leap, that step, to follow the moral teachings of the church? Or have we held out on this opportunity for continuing ed? Because for all of us, myself included, the basic motivation of all of our readings today is to search for a greater understanding of the church, the kingdom of heaven on earth. So when we think about tasting the kingdom of God in the church's liturgy and her teaching and the sacraments, no matter if we would classify ourselves as bottom shelf or at the top of the shelf, are we looking for more or are we simply allowing our emotions to guard us from the truth? Because if we remain lethargic or owning only to our emotion, then we'll leave at the burn of the first taste. But if we're willing to move beyond it, picking up the master distiller's recipe, then we'll begin understanding the why of our life. And we'll begin 
understanding how to live, and like Solomon, will finally be able to lead others truly, gently explaining to them and inviting them to the truth. For this is the last piece that God leaves to us that Jesus says in our gospel today. Because at the end, after asking his disciples that question, do you understand all these things? After they say yes, he then goes on to tell his disciples, then every scribe, and I would add, he's making a transition here to say, everyone who's heard about the kingdom of heaven, who's heard the word of God proclaim, is like the head of a household who brings from his storeroom both the new and the old. In other words, when we acquire a greater taste, a greater understanding of theology, we become more capable of tailoring it to the taste buds of those we encounter, whether giving them something light and easy to drink or bringing them to the finest barrel-aged teaching of the church that will move their heart. And so my brothers and sisters, am I encouraging you to have a bourbon tasting? Well, heck yes, I am. (laughs) But I'm encouraging you to do it with a little bit of theology instead of chocolates, nuts, and cheeses. Because if we have this theological discussion as a couple, as a family, as friends, then we'll begin discovering that the kingdom of heaven is not something so distant, but it's something in our midst. So for us, if we have that same excitement to explain to other people and introduce them to the kingdom of God on earth, the church, as we do bourbon, people would sacrifice their time without even second-guessing it to begin running for that pearl, running for that treasure, running for a taste of eternity here on earth, an encounter with the living God who offers us in the Holy Catholic Church not just understanding, but a profound intimacy with the Son of God.